I'm going to need your help for this next part. If you don't respond, I'm going to die up here. So please respond. Okay. So, one of the earliest disciples of Jesus was given the name Simon, but Jesus gave him another name. His name was... Yes, you got it. Okay, great. So, this disciple, he was following Jesus, and Jesus asked the question, who do people say that I am? And they said, Elijah, one of the other prophets or kings or something. But this one said, you are the Christ. Can you remember who this disciple was? His name was? That's right. Good. Please help me. Okay. So, but then Jesus said, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to Jerusalem, and there I'm going to be crucified, and I'm going to die. And then this disciple said, oh, no, watch that. I don't want that to happen. Do you remember his name? Yeah. It was Peter again, yes. And later on, this disciple, he was in a boat, and Jesus was walking on the water. And Jesus asked him to come out and walk on the water, and he started walking on the water. And you remember his name? Yes, and you remember when he started walking in the water, he sank like a stone, and his name was, his name means rock, you get it? <laughs> stone, yes. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> that last week of Jesus' life, Jesus said uh, to this disciple, you're going to deny me three times. And this disciple said, no, not I. I I'll, even though they all flee, I'll go to the death with you. Remember his name? Yes. And then, the very next day, some people came along and said, surely you're one of his followers. And he said, no, I don't know him. Three times. You remember his name? Peter. Peter there's a, a book that was written several years ago 1969 as a matter of fact it's called The Peter Principle anybody remember that book was, yeah. and you think it's out of date but it's just been recently reviewed and the, uh, it said it's more relevant now today than it ever has been the Peter principle is simply this, that in a hierarchy, any organization uh, could be business or school or even church, that people tend to rise to their highest level of incompetence. You know the book. Do you get why I'm talking about Peter here in this story? Did he rise to his highest level of, of incompetence in this story? The classic example in the book is that of a person who's a very fine engineer but he gets promoted to be a supervisor of others, and he just fails horribly because he doesn't have that skill set. Do y'all have any bosses like that? Anybody? The, the, the book is, is just wonderfully relevant, I still think. Uh, there's some great lines in it. It says, with few exceptions, people bungle their affairs. <clears throat> hmm? uh, another great quote from the book, and that is, we all fail upwards sooner or later. <laughs> okay? There's some wonderful corollaries to the Peter Principle. By the way, it's, it's Lawrence Peter. That's, that's where they get the Peter Principle, the author of the book. That's some wonderful principles. He said, sometimes you'll have a boss that's on the teeter-totter, just can't make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Rocking back and forth.
There's some other lines about, and please hear me very correctly when I say this line, some people who aspire to have a bigger desk than another person. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay. I just let y'all let me slip that one by there. Okay. All right. The classic example of the Peter principle is the cartoon Dilbert. And I have a great slide of that up here. So if we could have that slide, please. So the boss, the pointy-haired boss, remember, starting today, all passwords must contain letters, numbers, doodles, sign language, and squirrel noises. So, okay, this, this is a classic example of the Peter Principle. Have you ever felt incompetent? Have you ever felt like you've risen to your highest level of incompetence? I know you can see it in other people, but have you, <laughs> have you ever owned it for yourself? Uh, unfortunately, when I prove my incompetence, it's usually in front of hundreds of people like this. Um, I'll never forget the funeral that I did uh, in a former church. You know, I was supposed to be really good at talking about life and death and resurrection. And at a funeral, you really want to hit this well. Trust me, okay? <laughs> And I remember it was this uh, woman who died. She was a member of my church. And she had a daughter who had been married and then divorced and then remarried the same guy and then had kids and it was in and out. And this, this mother, grandmother, had taken care of those kids over that, yeah, going in and out. And I was talking about her and how much she loved those grandkids. And I said, and she had to take care of the grandkids. Oops. Shouldn't have used that helping verb. Once you say it, you cannot get it back. You just go, and she really loved the kids, and it was no problem, and she enjoyed them, and she didn't have to. But, you know, once you said it, it's gone. And totally incompetent here. Um, I just hate to do that. Uh, have you ever done that? Have you ever proved your incompetence? Yeah, I'm getting some nods. Some of you are honest here on this Easter Sunday in the sanctuary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peter, in the gospel story, lives up to the Peter principle. He failed upwards. I want to claim that there's also a Peter promise. Only in Mark's gospel, remember Mark's the earliest gospel story written, only in Mark's gospel is the resurrection story told just this way. There was a guy dressed in white there at the empty tomb. I'm going to say he's an angel, okay? Will y'all go with me that far? And the angel says to the women who have come to anoint the body of Jesus, you're looking for him. He's not here. But go and tell his disciples and Peter, some translations say, especially Peter, <laughs> that I go ahead to Galilee and there I will meet I, I need to hear that, that Jesus goes ahead of me in spite of my incompetence and has a promise for me. Yes? I, I did my work in spiritual direction at Boston College, a Jesuit university, and one of my uh, teachers was this saintly nun. I mean, she had more spirituality in her little finger than I had in my whole life. And, and, and there's just that depth, that aura around the person. You know what I'm saying? It's just... It's, Holy person. And she was telling us a story once upon a time that she was practicing spiritual direction with this man who came to see her. And the man was telling her 
his story, and he was just going on and on in his story. He was beginning to drone, and she fell asleep. She didn't know she had fallen asleep till she woke up. And the guy was saying, oh, thank you, sister. Thank you for just letting me talk today. That's exactly what I needed. Thank you for not saying a word. And she goes, Whew. <laughs> Peter promised, in spite of our incompetence, Jesus goes ahead and prepares the way for us and has something better waiting for us than just our failures and, and shortcomings. And so, in the New Testament, when you read it, and they're the list of those closest followers of Jesus. You know who's the first one listed in the list? Yes. And in 1 Corinthians 15, where it talks about Jesus appearing to his disciples, you know who's the first one he appeared to? Y'all are getting it. Yes. And on Pentecost Sunday, do you know who preached a powerful sermon and 3,000 people were baptized that day. You know his name? Yes. And you know who was martyred in Rome under the Emperor Nero about the year 64 AD? I believe in the Peter promise that Jesus goes ahead of us and has better for us than we can possibly imagine. I have hope, especially this Easter Sunday, not just for life after death, but life after incompetence. Yes, can I get an amen? <laughs> I, I need that, you know, today, not just in the sweet by and by. And I have great hope today, if one of our role models, if one of the original ones, the followers of Jesus, was named Peter, then there's hope for for you and me too. That's the good news I have to share with you this day. Amen. Friends, we come to this table to celebrate this feast. I would love it if you would stand as you're able as we have this prayer of great thanksgiving here.